Question 108, Part 2 of Summa Theologica, Pars Prima, on the Divine Government. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. Summa Theologica, Pars Prima, on the Divine Government, by St. Thomas Aquinas translated by the fathers of the english dominican province question one hundred eight of the angelic degrees of hierarchies and orders in eight articles part two fifth article part one question one hundred eight article five whether the orders of the angels are properly named objection one it would seem that the orders of the angels are not properly named for all the heavenly spirits are called angels and heavenly virtues but common names should not be appropriated to individuals therefore the orders of the angels and virtues are ineptly named objection to further it belongs to god alone to be lord according to the words know ye that the lord he is god psalms ninety nine verse three therefore one order of the heavenly spirits is not properly called dominations objection three further the name domination seems to imply government and likewise the names principalities and powers therefore these three names do not seem to be properly applied to three orders objection four further archangels are as it were angel princes therefore this name ought not to be given to any other order than to the principalities objection five further the name seraphim is derived from ardor which pertains to charity and the name cherubim from knowledge but charity and knowledge are gifts common to all the angels therefore they ought not to be names of any particular orders objection six further thrones are seats but from the fact that God knows and loves the rational creature, he is said to sit within it. Therefore there ought not to be any order of thrones besides the cherubim and seraphim. Therefore it appears that the orders of angels are not properly styled. On the contrary is the authority of holy scripture wherein they are so named. For the name seraphim is found in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 2. The name cherubim in Ezekiel 1 compare to chapter 10 verse 15 and verse 20 thrones in colossians chapter 1 verse 16 dominations virtues powers and principalities are mentioned in ephesians chapter 1 verse 21 the name archangels in the canonical epistle of saint jude verse 9 and the name angels is found in many places of scripture i answer that as Dionysius says, on the heavenly hierarchy seven, in the names of the angelic orders, it is necessary to observe that the proper name of each order expresses its property. Now to see what is the property of each order, we must consider that in coordinated things, something may be found in a threefold manner, by way of property, by way of excess, and by way of participation. A thing is said to be in another by way of property if it is adequate and proportionate to its nature. By excess, when an attribute is less than that to which it is attributed, but is possessed thereby in an eminent manner, as we have stated, 
Question 13, Article 2. Concerning all the names which are attributed to God. By participation, when an attribute is possessed by something not fully but partially, thus holy men are called gods by participation. Therefore, if anything is to be called by a name designating its property, it ought not to be named from what it participates imperfectly, nor from that which it possesses in excess, but from that which is adequate thereto. As, for instance, when we wish properly to name a man, we should call him a rational substance, but not an intellectual substance, which latter is the proper name of an angel, because simple intelligence belongs to an angel as a property, and to a man by participation. Nor do we call him a sensible substance, which is the proper name of a brute, because sense is less than the property of a man, and belongs to a man in more excellent way than to animals. So we must consider that in the angelic orders, all spiritual perfections are common to all the angels, and that they are all more excellently in the superior than in the inferior angels. Further, as in these perfections, there are grades. The superior perfection belongs to the superior order as its property, whereas it belongs to the inferior by participation, and conversely the inferior perfection belongs to the inferior order as its property, and to the superior by way of excess and thus the superior order is dominated from the superior perfection. So in this way Dionysius, on the heavenly hierarchy, seven, explains the names of the orders accordingly as they befit the spiritual perfections they signify. Gregory, on the other hand, in expounding these names, homily 34 on the Gospels, seems to regard more the exterior ministrations, for he says that, angels are so called as announcing the least things and the archangels in the greatest by the virtues miracles are wrought by the powers hostile powers are repulsed and the principalities preside over the good spirits themselves reply objection one angel means messenger so all the heavenly spirits so far as they make known divine things are called angels but the superior angels enjoy a certain excellence as regards this manifestation from which the superior orders are denominated the lowest order of angels possess no excellence above the common manifestation and therefore it is denominated from manifestation only and thus the common name remains as it were proper to the lowest order as dionysius says on the heavenly hierarchy five or we may say that the lowest order can be specially called the order of angels, forasmuch as they announce things to us immediately. Virtue can be taken in two ways. First commonly, considered as the medium between the essence and the operation, and in that sense, all the heavenly spirits are called heavenly virtues, as also heavenly essences. Secondly, as meaning a certain excellence of strength, and thus it is the proper name of an angelic order. Hence Dionysius says, on the heavenly hierarchy, 8, that the name virtues signifies a certain virile and immovable strength, first, in regard of those divine operations which befit them, secondly, in regard to receiving divine gifts. Thus it signifies that they undertake fearlessly the divine behests appointed to them, and this seems to imply strength of mind. Reply Objection 2 as Dionysius says, on divine names, twelve, 
dominion is attributed to god in a special manner by way of excess but the divine word gives the more illustrious heavenly princes the name of lord by participation through whom the inferior angels receive the divine gifts hence dionysius also states on the heavenly hierarchy eight that the name domination means first a certain liberty free from servile condition and common subjection such as that of plebeians and from tyrannical oppression endured something even by the great secondly it signifies a certain rigid and inflexible supremacy which does not bend to any servile act or to the act of those who are subject to or oppressed by tyrants thirdly it signifies the desire and participation of the true dominion which belongs to god likewise the name of each order signifies the participation of what belongs to god as the name virtues signifies the participation of the divine virtue and the same principle applies to the rest reply objection three the names domination power and principality belong to government in different ways the place of a lord is only to prescribe what is to be done so gregory says homily twenty four on the gospels that some companies of the angels because others are subject to obedience to them are called dominations the name power points out a kind of order according to what the apostle says he that resisteth the power resisteth the ordination of god romans chapter thirteen verse two and so dionysius says on the heavenly hierarchy eight that the name power signifies a kind of ordination both as regards the reception of divine things and as regards the divine actions performed by superiors towards inferiors by leading them to things above therefore to the order of powers it belongs to regulate what is to be done by those who are subject to them to preside principari as gregory says homily twenty four on the gospels is to be first among others as being first in carrying out what is ordered to be done and so dionysius says on the heavenly hierarchy nine that the name of principalities signifies one who leads in a sacred order for those who lead others being first among them are properly called princes according to the words princes went before joined with singers psalm sixty seven verse twenty six reply objection four the archangels according to dionysius on the heavenly hierarchy nine are between the principalities and the angels a medium compared to one extreme seems like the other as participating in the nature of both extremes thus tepid seems cold compared to hot and hot compared to cold so the archangels are called the angel princes forasmuch as they are princes as regards the angels and angels as regards the principalities but according to gregory homily twenty four on the gospels they are called archangels because they preside over the one order of the angels as it were announcing greater things and the principalities are so called as presiding over all the heavenly virtues who fulfil the divine commands reply objection five the name seraphim does not come from charity only but from the excess of charity expressed by the word ardor or fire hence dionysius on the heavenly hierarchy seven expounds the name seraphim according to the properties of fire 
containing an excess of heat. Now in fire we may consider three things. First, the movement which is upwards and continuous. This signifies that they are borne inflexibly towards God. Secondly, the active force which is heat, which is not found in fire simply, but exists with a certain sharpness, as being of most penetrating action, and reaching even to the smallest things, and, as it were, with superabundant fervor. Whereby is signified the action of these angels, exercised powerfully upon those who are subject to them, rousing them to a like fervor, and cleansing them wholly by their heat. Thirdly, we consider in fire the quality of clarity or brightness, which signifies that these angels have in themselves an inexhaustible light, and that they also perfectly enlighten others. In the same way the name cherubim comes from a certain excess of knowledge, hence it is interpreted fullness of knowledge, which Dionysius, on the heavenly hierarchy, seven, expounds in regard to four things, the perfect vision of God, the full reception of the divine light, their contemplation in God of the beauty of the divine order, and in regard to the fact that possessing this knowledge fully, they pour it forth copiously upon others. Reply Objection 6. The order of the thrones excels the inferior orders as having an immediate knowledge of the types of the divine works, whereas the cherubim have the excellence of knowledge and the seraphim the excellence of ardor. And although these two excellent attributes include the third, yet the gift belonging to the thrones does not include the other two, and so the order of the thrones is distinguished from the orders of the cherubim and the seraphim. For it is a common rule in all things that the excellence of the inferior is contained in the superior, but not conversely. But Dionysius, on the heavenly hierarchy, seven, explains the name thrones by its relation to material seats, in which we may consider four things. First, the sight, because seats are raised above the earth, and to the angels who are called thrones, are raised up to the immediate knowledge of the types of things in God. Secondly, because in material seats is displayed strength, forasmuch as a person sits firmly on them, but here the reverse is the case, for the angels themselves are made firm by God. Thirdly, because the seat receives him who sits thereon, and he can be carried thereupon, and so the angels receive God in themselves, and in a certain way bear him to the inferior creatures. Fourthly, because of its shape, a seat is open on one side to receive the sitter, and thus are the angels promptly open to receive God and to serve him. Sixth article, part one, question 108, article six. Whether the grades of the orders are properly assigned? Objection one. It would seem that the grades of the orders are not properly assigned, for the order of prelates is the highest, but the names of dominations, principalities, and powers, of themselves, imply prelacy. Therefore these orders ought not to be supreme. Objection to. Further, the nearer an order is to God, the higher it is. But the order of thrones is the nearest to God, for nothing is nearer to the sitter than the seat. Therefore the order of the thrones is the highest. Objection 3. Further, knowledge comes before love, and intellect is higher than will. Therefore the order of cherubim seems to be higher than the seraphim. Objection 4. Further, Gregory, 
homily twenty four on the gospels places the principalities above the powers these therefore are not placed immediately above the archangels as dionysius says on the heavenly hierarchy nine on the contrary dionysius on the heavenly hierarchy seven places in the highest hierarchy the seraphim as the first the cherubim as the middle and the thrones as the last in the middle hierarchy he places the dominations as the first the virtues in the middle the powers last in the lowest hierarchy the principalities first then the archangels and lastly the angels i answer that the grades of the angelic orders are assigned by gregory homily twenty four on the gospels and dionysius on the heavenly hierarchy seven who agree as regards all except the principalities and virtues for dionysius places the virtues beneath the dominations and above the powers the principalities beneath the powers and above the archangels gregory however places the principalities between the dominations and the powers and the virtues between the powers and the archangels each of these placings may claim authority from the words of the apostle who ephesians chapter one verse twenty and twenty one enumerates the middle orders beginning with the lowest saying that god set him for example christ on his right hand in the heavenly places above all principality and power and virtue and dominion here he places virtues between powers and dominations according to the placing of dionysius writing however to the colossians chapter one verse sixteen numbering the same orders from the highest he says whether thrones or dominations or principalities or powers all things were created by him and in him here he places the principalities between the dominations and powers as does also gregory let us then first examine the reason for the ordering of dionysius in which we see that as said above article one the highest hierarchy contemplates the ideas of things in god himself the second in the universal causes and third in their application of particular effects and because god is the end not only of the angelic ministrations but also of the whole creation it belongs to the first hierarchy to consider the end to the middle one belongs the universal disposition of what is to be done and to the last belongs the application of this disposition to the effect which is the carrying out of the work for it is clear that these three things exist in every kind of operation so dionysius considering the properties of the orders as derived from their names places in the first hierarchy those orders the names of which are taken from their relation to god the seraphim cherubim and thrones and he places in the middle hierarchy those orders whose names denote a certain kind of common government or disposition the dominations virtues and powers and he places in the third hierarchy the orders whose names denote the execution of the work the principalities angels and archangels as regards the end three things may be considered for firstly we consider the end then we acquire perfect knowledge of the end thirdly we fix our intention on the end of which the second is an addition to the first and the third an addition to both and because god is the end of creatures as the leader is the end of an army as the philosopher says metaphysics twelve didascally eleven ten so a somewhat similar order may be seen in human affairs 
for there are some who enjoy the dignity of being able with familiarity to approach the king or leader others in addition are privileged to know his secrets and others above these ever abide with him in a close union according to this solemnitude we can understand the disposition of the orders of the first hierarchy for the thrones are raised up so as to be familiar recipients of god in themselves in the sense of knowing immediately the types of things in himself and this is proper to the whole of the first hierarchy the cherubim know the divine secret supereminently and the seraphim excel in what is supreme excellence of all in being united to god himself and all this in such a manner that the whole of this hierarchy can be called the thrones as from what is common to all the heavenly spirits together they are all called angels as regards government three things are comprised therein the first of which is to appoint those things which are to be done and this belongs to the dominations the second is to give the power of carrying out what is to be done which belongs to the virtues the third is to order what has been commanded or decided to be done can be carried out by others which belongs to the powers the execution of the angelic ministrations consists in announcing divine things now in the execution of any action there are beginners and leaders as in singing the presenters and in war generals and officers this belongs to the principalities there are others who simply execute what is to be done and these are the angels others hold a middle place and these are the archangels as above explained this explanation of the orders is quite a reasonable one for the highest in an inferior order always has affinity to the lowest in the higher order as the lowest animals are near to the plants now the first order is that of the divine persons which terminates in the holy ghost who is love proceeding with whom the highest order of the first hierarchy has affinity denominated as it is from the fire of love the lowest order of the first hierarchy is that of the thrones who in their own order are akin to the dominations for the thrones according to gregory homily twenty four on the gospels are so called because through them god accomplishes his judgments since they are enlightened by him in a manner adapted to the immediate enlightening of the second hierarchy to which belongs the disposition of the divine ministrations the order of the powers is akin to the order of the principalities for as it belongs to the powers to impose order on those subject to them this ordering is plainly shown at once in the name of principalities who as presiding over the government of peoples and kingdoms which occupies the first and principal place in the divine ministrations are the first in the execution thereof for the good of a nation is more divine than the good of one man ethics one two and hence it is written the prince of the kingdom of the persians resisted me daniel chapter ten verse thirteen the disposition of the orders which is mentioned by gregory is also reasonable for since the dominations appoint and order what belongs to the divine ministrations the orders subject to them are arranged according to the disposition of those things in which the divine ministrations are effected still as augustine says on the trinity three bodies are ruled in a certain order the inferior by the superior and all of them by the spiritual creature and the bad spirit by the good spirit so the first order after the dominations is called the principalities who rule even over good spirits then the powers who coerce the evil spirits even as evil doers are coerced by earthly powers as it is written 
Romans chapter 13, verse 3 and 4. After these come the virtues, which have power over corporeal nature in the working of miracles. After these are the angels and the archangels, who announce to men either great things above reason, or small things within the purview of reason. Reply Objection 1. The angels' subjection to God is greater than their presiding over inferior things, and the latter is derived from the former. Thus the orders which derive their name from presiding are not the first and highest, but rather the orders deriving their name from the nearest and relation to God. Reply Objection 2. The nearness to God designated by the name of the thrones belongs also to the cherubim and seraphim, and in a more excellent way, as above explained. Reply Objection 3. As explained above. Question 27, Article 3. Knowledge takes place accordingly as the thing known is in the knower, but love as the lover is united to the object loved. Now higher things are in a nobler way in themselves than in lower things, whereas lower things are in higher things in a nobler way than they are in themselves. Therefore to know lower things is better than to love them, and to love the higher things, God above all, is better than to know them. Reply Objection 4. A careful comparison will show that little or no difference exists in reality between the dispositions of the orders according to Dionysius and Gregory. For Gregory expounds the name principalities from their presiding over good spirits, which also agrees with the virtues accordingly as this name expressed a certain strength, giving efficacy to the inferior spirits in the execution of the divine ministrations. Again, according to Gregory, the virtues seem to be the same as principalities of Dionysius, for to work miracles holds the first place in the divine ministrations, since thereby the way is prepared for the announcement of the archangels and the angels. Seventh article, part one, question 108, article seven. Whether the orders will outlast the day of judgment? Objection one. It would seem that the orders of angels will not outlast the day of judgment, for the apostle says, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 24, that Christ will bring to naught all principality and power, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God and the Father. And this will be in the final summation. Therefore, for the same reason, all others will be abolished in that state. Objection to. Further, to the office of the angelic orders, it belongs to cleanse, enlighten, and perfect. But after the day of judgment, one angel will not cleanse, enlighten, or perfect another, because they will not advance any more in knowledge. Therefore the angelic powers would remain for no purpose. Objection 3. Further, the apostle says of the angels, Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14, that they are all ministering spirits, sent to minister to them who shall receive the inheritance of salvation. Whence it appears that the angelic offices are ordered for the purpose of leading men to salvation. But all the elect are in pursuit of salvation until the day of judgment. Therefore the angelic offices and orders will not outlast the day of judgment. On the contrary, it is written, Judges chapter 5 verse 20, stars remaining in their order and courses, which is applied to the angels. Therefore the angels will remain in their orders. I answer that. In the angelic orders we may consider two things, the distinction of grades and the execution of their offices. 
the distinction of grades among the angels takes place according to the difference of grace and nature as above explained article four and these differences will ever remain in the angels for these differences of natures cannot be taken from them unless they themselves be corrupted the difference of glory will also ever remain in them according to the difference of preceding merit as to the execution of the angelic offices it will to a certain degree remain after the day of judgment and to a certain degree will cease it will cease accordingly as their offices are directed towards leading others to their end but it will remain accordingly as it agrees with the attainment of the end thus also the various ranks of soldiers have different duties to perform in battle and in triumph reply objection one the principalities and powers will come to an end in that final consummation as regards their office of leading others to their end because when the end is attained it is no longer necessary to tend towards the end this is clear from the words of the apostle when he shall have delivered up the kingdom of god and the father for example when he shall have led the faithful to the enjoyment of god himself reply objection to the actions of angels over the other angels are to be considered according to a likeness to our own intellectual actions in ourselves we find many intellectual actions which are ordered according to the order of cause and effect as when we gradually arrive at one conclusion by many middle terms now it is manifest that the knowledge of a conclusion depends on all the preceding middle terms not only in the new acquisition of knowledge but also as regards the keeping of the knowledge acquired a proof of this is that when anyone forgets any of the preceding middle terms he can have opinion or belief about the conclusion but not knowledge as he is ignorant of the order of the causes so since the inferior angels know the types of the divine works by the light of the superior angels their knowledge depends on the light of the superior angels not only as regards the acquisition of knowledge but also as regards the preserving of the knowledge possessed so although after the judgment the inferior angels will not progress in the knowledge of some things still this will not prevent their being enlightened by the superior angels reply objection three although after the day of judgment men will not be led any more to salvation by the ministry of the angels still those who are already saved will be enlightened through the angelic ministry eighth article part one question one hundred eight article eight whether men are taken up into the angelic orders objection one it would seem that men are not taken up into the orders of the angels for the human hierarchy is stationed beneath the lowest heavenly hierarchy as the lowest under the middle hierarchy and the middle beneath the first but the angels of the lowest hierarchy are never transferred into the middle or the first therefore neither are men transferred to the angelic orders objection to further certain offices belong to the orders of the angels as to guard to work miracles to coerce the demons and the like which do not appear to belong to the souls of the saints therefore they are not transferred to the angelic orders objection three further as the good angels lead on to good so do the demons to what is evil but it is erroneous to say that the souls of bad men are changed into demons for christostone rejects this homily twenty eight on the gospel of matthew therefore it does not seem that the souls of the saints will be transferred to the orders of angels 
On the contrary, the Lord says of the saints that they will be as the angels of God. Matthew chapter 22, verse 30. I answer that, as above explained, articles 4 and 7. The orders of the angels are distinguished according to the conditions of nature and according to the gifts of grace. Considered only as regards the grade of nature, men can in no way be assumed into the angelic orders, for the natural distinction will always remain. In view of this distinction, some assert that men can in no way be transferred to an equality with the angels, but this is erroneous, contradicting as it does the promise of Christ, saying that the children of the resurrection will be equal to the angels in heaven. Luke chapter 20 verse 36. For whatever belongs to nature is the material part of an order, whilst that which perfects is from grace, which depends on the liberality of God, and not on the order of nature. Therefore, by the gift of grace, men can merit glory in such a degree as to be equal to the angels, in each of the angelic grades, and this implies that men are taken up into the orders of the angels. Some, however, say that not all who are saved are assumed into the angelic orders, but only virgins or the perfect, and that the other will constitute their own order, as it were, corresponding to the whole society of the angels. But this is against what Augustine says, on the city of God 12, 9, that there will not be two societies of men and angels, but only one, because the beatitude of all is to cleave to God alone. Reply Objection 1. Grace is given to the angels in proportion to their natural gifts. This, however, does not apply to men, as above explained. Article 4. Question 62. Article 6. So, as the inferior angels cannot be transferred to the natural grade of the superior, neither can they be transferred to the superior grade of grace, whereas men can ascend to the grade of grace, but not of nature. Reply Objection 2. The angels, according to the order of nature, are between us and God. Therefore, according to the common law, not only human affairs are administered by them, but also all corporeal matters. But holy men, even after this life, are of the same nature with ourselves, and hence, according to the common law, they do not administer human affairs, nor do they interfere in the things of the living. As Augustine says, on the care to be had for the dead, 13, 16. Still, by a certain special dispensation, it is sometimes granted to some of the saints to exercise these offices, by working miracles, by coercing the demons, or by doing something of that kind, as Augustine says. On the care to be had for the dead, 16. Reply Objection 3. It is not erroneous to say that men are transferred to the penalty of demons, but some erroneously state that, the demons are nothing but souls of the dead, and it is this that Chrysostom rejects. End of question 108, part 2.